Hello and welcome. My name is Timp. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. So what should we talk about, guys? Can you guys think of anything that we could maybe like banter about a little bit at the top of the episode? But we're uh, not notable talking point. about light world checks because <laughs> clearly it's cursed and we're just we are never doing it. It is cursed. Yeah. Yeah. We are not allowed to talk about light world checks, apparently, because we've tried nigh on three times at this point and no one has ever heard it because the recordings just can't see the light of day. Um, so, yeah. Oh, God. I. So just for those of you who don't check, uh, you know, our discord or Twitter or anything like that, and you were curious as to why you didn't see an episode in your feed on Wednesday morning, what had happened was I was editing the episode on Tuesday night and uh, the old drive that I have in my computer, it's a secondary hard drive that's essentially storage where I keep the folder called Go Mode Podcast that has literally everything Go Mode Podcast related died uh, while I was editing the episode. And so we lost all of the data about the show, all of the raw audio, all the way back from episode zero to one to now, including my audio track from the last episode that we recorded. And so there was no way for me to take Dante and Herf's audio and edit an episode together because it would have been about 50 percent silence because there's no more Tim's audio for episode 98. So, yeah, that. Is that was what fun. happened. So I, I want to, yeah. I, I don't know if I put this in the host channel, but uh, I recall, I vaguely recall Herf thinking maybe he had an oopsie for a second with his audio when we recorded that Sunday. And uh, you jokingly in jest said, uh, well, you know, just uh, listen to it and, you know, redo your voice if it's messed up. So, oh, yeah, I did say that. I kind of <laughs> I kind of wanted to tell you to do that and be like, LOL, bye. And then I remembered, you know, whenever something like this happens, uh, I'm not in the mood for any kind of jokes. So I was like, I'll, I'll let him have this one. I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> Someone else in Discord did suggest that, so it, you wouldn't have been the only one. Um, that is quite ironic. And also, I met, when someone brought that up in the Discord, I responded with a, an anecdote from one of the podcasts I listened to where someone actually did that. So it's not impossible, but I suspect he probably had at least a bad audio recording to listen to to remember what he said. Because for me, that would be the hardest part, is I just can't remember what I said and Honestly, I think my only shot would be taking one of y'all's audio and turning it up really loud and seeing if I can hear myself through your headphones. And that just seems insane. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone is probably ever going to hear episode 98. Maybe, uh, you know, we'll hang on to the raw audio. You know, maybe someday there'll be a way or I still have the hard drive. Maybe there'll be some way to re recover that data. I did take it to a specialist and had them look at it. He was not optimistic about being able to recover the data. And if I wanted him to even try, it was going to be about $1,600. So I decided probably not worth all that. And at the end of the day, I mean, it could have been so, so much worse. This was my primary hard drive that died for years, it was my primary hard drive, and I switched it out about a year ago. And just think of if I hadn't done that, like I would be, I would be like crying literally right now while I'm talking instead of kind of laughing a little bit. It just could have been so much worse. All of my music was also not on that drive. Like, thank God. So I don't know. I mean, it sucks, obviously, but like, I don't know. I'm reminded of my favorite anime, Haikyuu, if I may 
uh, if you'll indulge me for a moment. I'll indulge uh, you. One of the teams, <laughs> one of the teams that the main team, that, uh, you know, the protagonists go up against, um, you know, all the teams have different like mottos, right? Like Karasuno, the main team, it's fly high and it's very aspirational. It's like, oh yeah, of course, you know, that makes, that makes sense. You're going to try your best. But this one team that they go against, this kind of antagonist team, they're very good, very well-funded, very, very uh, gifted athletes at this team. Their motto is, we don't need the memories. I wish I knew like the Japanese because that would have been a perfect time to like roll out the Japanese on you. But that's the translation. And when I first heard that, I was like, what? What kind of crazy like motto is that? Like, what does that even mean? And, you know, after thinking about it a little bit, I think the idea is that like we are so focused on the present and making changes now and affecting the future. We don't even have time to go back and reflect and, and care about stuff that is already done. That's ancient history. We don't need the memories. We're focused on right now and we're focused on the future. And that's how I feel. You know, the the show is still it, it all still exists, by the way. You know, I've uploaded it to cloud hosting for the RSS feed. So you can go back and listen to any one of our episodes from zero to one to two, all the way up to, to this one, uh, hopefully later today when I post it. But we don't need the memories. We're too focused on the future. So that's how I feel about it. The memories we don't I mean, need are the, the raw audio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a pretty positive way of looking at it, I think. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, all I got. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's a little bit sad, of course, because you're kind of losing history in a way. But on the other hand, as you said, it's not like it's forever gone. You know, the episodes still exist in their final form and uh, people can still listen to them. It's, of course, still a bummer. I think data loss is always a bummer because nobody likes losing their stuff, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, at least, as you said, at least all your music and stuff isn't gone. That would be awful. Yeah, yeah, I, that would have actually been an emergency, and I probably would have paid them, paid for that, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you probably, just so you know, as a listener, the kind of stuff you're missing out on is, like, a chair squeaking that kind of sounds like a fart, and then we all laugh about it. Like, that's the quality, <laughs> <laughs> that's the quality of content that, that you're losing. True so. 12-year-old humor. <laughs> So actually yeah. really good stuff is what Tim is saying. <laughs> I mean, there was a reason I hung on to it, but yeah, it's not something it's we're better have than to worry some about. of our jokes. If I'm, you know, I, sometimes <laughs> it's, it's good that some of them are gone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So sure. out of all this, uh, Tim, ha what have we learned? Uh, well, you know, Obviously, we're going to back up our data With going what? forward, look into some cloud, there uh, we go. You know, some, <laughs> some cloud storage or something like that. And we were talking a little bit before the recording and you it sounds like you've got some ideas of ways we can get that. Yeah. Set up, so there's a lot yeah. of there's a ton of options and there were a ton of people throwing options in the discord, too. So just depending on how much data you have depends on what which service you probably should pay for. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Tim already bought a CD him. burner and a spindle of CDR, so he'll be hard at work <laughs> starting in about an hour. I am passing backing away. Up, backing up but, a couple uh, terabyte on like, what's it, 700 megabytes or whatever fits on a CD? Uh, how about this? Um, we'll record each episode immediately after we record it. Uh, I'll take each of the raw audio files. I'll play it out of my uh, monitor speaker and record it onto my uh, talk boy 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll keep a shoebox with all the cassette tapes oh of Chalkboy <laughs> stored safely inside of a fireproof box. Look, I thought then, you were going to uh, start by saying <laughs> we're going to have us burn our audio to CD and like mail it to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, whatever works. I don't know. Yeah. And then we put it all in a time capsule and when people dig it up in like a thousand years, they'll be like, what the crap are these guys talking about? Why? Why did they keep this? What was important about this? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Uh, Well, I guess the last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, my apologies, everyone, for the lateness of the episode. There's a a pretty good reason this time. So hopefully that helps. And what we wanted to do was just get together real quick for about, you know, an hour or so over the weekend and uh, just put together a makeup episode. We're going to go over the same news that we talked about. It'll be slightly different because we've had a little bit more happen and we're not going to do it exactly the same way we did the first time. So uh, we'll go through the news. We'll do a quick wrap up and then this is kind of a replacement episode 98 and then we'll be back to, you know, full episodes after that going forward. So I will that's say, what we're going to do. Uh, I will say, I think, you know, it's still pretty awesome to think about. I'm not sure exactly how long we've been running now, but I think that it took 98 episodes for something like this happened once. You know, we've had issues before where I couldn't be here because people, you know, cut my power or whatever or where someone else might not have been able to make it. I think we had one episode where Tim wasn't around. So, you know, things happen. But this is really the first time ever where we didn't manage to release an episode when we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty, pretty dang good track record. Yeah, especially considering there was one before my time where, like, all three of you guys were sick and if I remember right, and Tim just kind of came on and was like, hey, we're going to do a real fast episode. And he sounded like he felt like trash. So, so kudos to keeping it strong. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, I was actually surprised. I thought I would be more upset when it didn't happen. But I, it just felt so much like it was completely out of my hands. It was just like I... I, I, you know, I thought I wouldn't be able to sleep, but I went right to sleep after that. And it was like, well, it is what it is, you know, so. And I mean, really, um, you went above and beyond to, you know, to make it happen, especially yeah. with bringing your uh, hard drive to that recovery servers and everything. So it's not that like place you is far away. Try. Oh, my God, that dude. <laughs> so I walked in there. It's like in this random office park, uh, like, you know, 10 miles across town. I went on my lunch break and I walk in there and it's completely empty. And I go, hello. And this guy walks out from the back wearing a, uh, a like a doctor's lab coat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's because he's they like have to the do all that doctor. stuff in the clean room. And they <laughs> well, take flatter hard drives. Everybody. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, I thought he was doing a thing <laughs> like he's like the data doctor well, or something like that. I'm not sure why he would be in like a lab coat like because that doesn't really because once he walks out like walks out like he's no longer like clean, so to mm-hmm. speak. But like. So just uh, for for those who don't really understand maybe what, how a hard drive works, I'm going to give you a really dumb uh, description of, of something here. So if you uh, ever want to be like, well, my hard drive's making a weird noise, I should open it up and see what's happening. Don't do that. Uh, there's reasons it has weird screws, so you can't do that. Uh, if you open a hard drive in a like non clean room or com- you know completely dust free environment uh it will instantly die so uh mm-hmm. like there'll be no f- repairing that so there's there's like that's why data recovery like Tim went and looked at is so freaking expensive yeah okay well 
uh, it kind of felt like a costume to me. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe there was a practical application. Maybe he was stealing a little bit of that doctorate valor. I don't know. It probably <laughs> one, was one a little bit of both, especially if he came out of the clean room with that stuff. Because as Nancy said, as soon as you leave the clean room with all that stuff on, you're not clean anymore because all the dust particles and stuff get on your stuff and that gets in the hard drive. Yeah. Well, shout outs to Carolina Data Recovery. Uh, he did. I mean, to be fair, he looked at the unit and gave me the quote and he didn't charge me for that. So uh, I was appreciative of that. So. All right. Well, let's do what we said we were going to. This here is and do, Link to the is, Past Randomizer. Talk. Right. A Link to the Past <laughs> Randomizer podcast. So let's do the dang thing. So uh, the main tourney qualifiers have concluded. Uh, now it's been a few weeks. Um, Aerie is the number one seed, not too surprising, I think, for anyone, given his, you know, uh, how, how on fire he is recently setting that new NMG record. Um, and yeah, the list, uh, we'll post a link in the description so you can see the 128 who did qualify. Um, let's see anything else about the main tournament specifically, um, that we'd want to mention here. I mean, I guess a couple of, but like it's in full swing already. Uh, a bunch of matches have already been played and restreamed. Uh, I'm unfortunately I fail to you know remember any specific details about the matches, but uh, there there have been a lot of matches played. There are a lot of matches scheduled. There are currently 89 events created for matches that are about to be played on the main tournament Discord. So. If you're looking for some rando to watch, there is plenty out there and going to be plenty more in the upcoming weeks, I guess. Yeah. So they're in groups right now. Uh, there was these qualifiers to seed people and, and cut it down to 128. So now there's groups of four and each person will play uh, their group members twice. Uh, and then I think it that halves the pool, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. so yeah. 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 It goes down from 128 cool. to 64. Cool. So, yeah, we're in groups right now. Uh, and then once we get to that 64, it'll be a more familiar kind of bracket format. Um, how have you guys felt about if you've you know caught any uh, main tournament or, I guess, Challenge Cup uh, races? How have the modes been treating you? Have they been fun to watch? <laughs> um, where, I mean. oh, where are the boots? <laughs> That's what I want to know in every seed, except... Ambrosia. Ambrosia, because um, they tell you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's that's been a thing in a few races I've seen. You know, it's not like make or break always. Um, but uh, I know uh, Keys has been an interesting topic. I was actually confused the other day, um, and I'm glad someone clarified. So, like, there's the tournament Keys, which is, like, open, and then there's inverted Keys. Well, inverted Keys is purely inverted keys like there's no vanilla castle tower smalls there's no guaranteed gt big key is in gt but in tournament keys like the normal non-inverted open mode uh there is the gt big key guaranteed to be in ganon's tower and the two chests in castle tower are vanilla small keys so that messed with my head a little bit um I'm not playing so I, I if i'd have been playing i'd have probably noticed that before now but like with practice yeah. and stuff but uh, as a viewer, I was watching a race and I was like, oh, I have to ask a question in speed gaming chat. I'm, I'm scared that uh, I'm going to get <laughs> made fun of. And I was. It was great. So I had a great time uh, and I, I learned my lesson. 
Well, you you just have this reputation as being like the best of the best at the game. You, nobody's willing to cut you any slack when you like don't know a thing. That's that's sad, man. I hate to hear that. I think no, that's, that's not terrible. just me. That is everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Well, that's why podcasts like this exist. So it's a no judgment zone. If you don't know something, it's fine. We'll we'll tell you, and we're not going to make. You I will also it, say, um, I, I don't know the specifics of who played what matches, but the MC Ball Shuffle or Mick Boss Shuffle, as everyone likes to keep calling it, I have mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching people struggle and succeed through Ice Trinex inside Ganon's Tower. It's been a blast, uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, kudos to when anybody down the line in a game three has to deal with that i i hope <laughs> godspeed <laughs> Oof. yeah i I've, i haven't got an mc boss yet so I'm, I'm in the challenge cup uh, i've had two races for that i guess we could just take a quick pause to talk about that and just kind of loop all this together since it's the same modes so i had my first race last sunday against lumaga it was extremely close we both made very similar decisions uh and that was in ambrosia and uh i talked about it in the interview after because we were restreamed on gumwood podcast so i'll put a link in the description but it just felt so good to be playing a mode that was not like uh artificially difficulty inflated uh, like like all these other modes like they have little things that make them harder than your average open seven seven defeat ganon type seed so you know starting with the sword and the second chest uh the the like uncle i believe uh had mail and it was just like so so nice to have a little bit of a buffer against the damage um which again you know we've been playing a lot of those open hard uh, for qualifiers and things um so that was a nice treat uh, but yeah, so I had that race against Lumaga um, last Sunday, and then I had another one against Yoinker's wife on Wednesday, and that did not go very well. I forfeited about an hour in because I couldn't find anywhere else to go. It was an inverted key sanity with flute start. And I had forgotten uh, that you can drop down to the back of Turtle Rock. That was my downfall. I had oh, literally no. rechecked and rechecked everything else. I even remembered that you could get into the middle of Turtle Rock, but I just totally spaced on that that back ex- uh, entrance. And uh, I think Moon Pearl was in Laser Bridge. So I had to give up. And Yorka's wife won, but she clocked in after like three hours and 15 minutes. And I got to tell you, I don't regret forfeiting even a tiny bit because I then took that time to hang out, relax, play some video games that I was enjoying playing instead of just like running around Hyrule again, looking for what I forgot, you know, like. So shout out to Yorka's wife. She absolutely earned that victory. And I learned a valuable lesson. But um I didn't feel bad about forfeiting. I, I will say that. Tim, I was actually watching clarity. your race uh, on a second monitor when when all that was going down, and I was like, "Oh no, this is bad." So I looked at the, <laughs> I looked at the race time room, and then I saw that you had forfeited, and I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "He's gonna he's gonna have a problem, and it's gonna be Moon Pearl." <laughs> and I, I want to say that right at like I watched you walk into TR in the middle, and then take a death. And then you just calmly like started closing things out. (laughs) And as you were closing things out before, right before the stream went offline, Yonker's Yonker's wife got her moon pearl. And I was like, oh, well, I was like, that's that's a terrible spot for that to be. So (laughs) that is a very bad spot. But, uh, you know, I I didn't do the preparation necessary. Like I should have, you know, done a little bit more studying on inverted keys and pitfalls and things like that. You know, to your point, asking some questions in a chat, you know, and not caring what people say. But like I 
I just was like, oh, if I get inverted, I'll just figure it out. My tracker will tell me what to do. And that was mostly true. But yeah, I forgot about that. That one aspect. Um, I'm still like salty about inverted. The fact that I was forced to play inverted, I'm salty about. Like, <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, and I don't really have anything else to say other than just being grumpy about it. It's like a completely different game <laughs> when you completely switch around the worlds like that. And I don't care for it. But I also know that there's absolutely nothing to be gained from me just complaining about it. So it's it, whatever. I do, I do have a question for you guys, though, that kind of goes in that direction. And I want to pref preface it by saying I don't want to dunk on the Challenge Cup or anything, but I do want to know what your guys' opinion is on the Challenge Cup this year basically being a carbon copy of the main tournament. What's your take on that? For yeah. I let I'll let, my I'll let uh, Danzy go first. Yeah. All right, so I honestly didn't know it was a carbon copy until like three days ago. Um, mm. In the past, so so I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, I'll try to be brief, but um, in in the past, like the Challenge Cup has been like a, a not the not like a mentor tournament, obviously, but it is not meant to be very high stakes. Uh, mm -hmm. I think is a way to put it. It is a way for allowing people who did not qualify to still compete and have fun with players around the same skill level uh, as, you know, when we, uh, you know, talked about the Challenge Cup uh, last year. And uh, I was a little shocked that, one, they kept the tournament hard mode. And mm -hmm. the fact that there was uh, tournament keys, uh, I'm sorry, uh, inverted keys, uh, or just inverted in general, I was a little perplexed Initially, my thought was, well, that's a bad idea. But then again, I do believe in fall 2018, uh, that same tournament allowed, you know, Swordless to be picked, you know, almost as a carbon mm -hmm. copy of that big group stage, um, as well as like inverted at the time because it was brand spanking new. So I, I am surprised, but I'm not surprised. I think the thing that is more surprising to me is that it's not normal open mode and it's uh, you know, tournament open, like hard mode or whatever. I think that's the biggest shock mm -hmm. to me, uh, from like my, my, my armchair analysis here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the idea is like, I, I can understand why it would be included in challenge cup because it, we, we want to prepare people, I guess, to use, you know, like a kind of mentor tournament mentality. We want to prepare people to eventually be able to compete in a main tournament. So to change a mode or to not give them inverted when it is going to show up in the main tournament could be seen as like not giving them, you know, a fair shake or an opportunity. But yeah, I totally agree, you know, to to answer Herb's question, you know, how I feel about it. It, it does feel a little bit like... um I don't know. I, I wish that it was I wish that I didn't have to play inverted <laughs> to put it very, very simply. Um, it I consider it to be an advanced mode. I really like a link to the past randomizer when it's open seven, seven defeat cannon. I know a lot of other people crave, uh, you know, being able to spice it up, but I'm just still really into that original <laughs> setup. I, I've studied it a lot and I understand it. And a lot of it's second nature to me. And it makes it more fun to like think a little harder about it with these harder modes. It's like starting from scratch every single time. And it's like not what I enjoy about the game. And I don't know if I'm unique in that way, but that's how I personally feel. I don't want to play these like silly modes. I want to I want to do more straightforward stuff and just challenge myself to get better at the base game. So that's that's where I'm at. I got you. Yeah, 
I, I think that's pretty fair. I'm also a little torn on it because on the one hand, I understand the the need and the want to be close or similar to the main tournament. But on the other hand, I, it feels a bit weird to me because it's for people who didn't make the qualifiers, which doesn't necessarily say mean anything about the skill level. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean that the people are of lower quality or of worse skill, but it, it still kind of feels it gives me the same feeling as if someone who was really a, like a, a regular participant in the main tournament, but then they didn't make it this year. So they decide to join the Challenge Cup to just wipe the floor with everybody. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives me, you know, the same feeling as that in a way, if that makes any sense. Mm. Like it's still catering to the higher skilled players. Yeah, it just it doesn't feel like it's. Uh, hmm. I, I, I find it hard to really put I know, it into words. I do too. It's, it's, yeah. It is hard to put so, it into words. I think we're all kind of circling the same thing. Let me, yeah. let me kind of throw this out there. One of the things, and you know, I'm going to say this and then three months from now, when we actually start talking about potentially like league season five, uh, you know, I'll eat my words. But uh, since we've gone these last two seasons with the like open and invitational league, what we have really tried or str like strive to do or whatever is, uh, have everyone playing the same thing, you know, like to one alleviate viewer confusion to, to make players prepared. So mm -hmm. I, I can see the advantage of challenge cup doing the exact same thing because in a way it's like, you know, in 2017, I, I believe there was the quote unquote secondary tournament. And that was when the, the admins realized we can't do two tournaments at the same time because of how like stressful that is. Uh, and, um, you know, that's that's where the people in the Challenge Cup stepped up. So I, I just, you know, I, I think it's there's pros and cons and we could we could beat it to death. But, uh, you know, I, kudos for them to make people you know play hard stuff. I, I still I still agree or uh, stand by what I said a long time ago that sometimes playing modes you're really uncomfortable with make you into a better player even without you realizing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also want to, you know, give big kudos to the Challenge Cup guys, because I think it's awesome that they're giving people the opportunity to play in a tournament setting, regardless of how difficult or not difficult it might be. Yeah. But um, yeah. what I do want to say is I don't think uh, it's a good argument to say they're preparing people for something, because what mm. are they preparing them for? They're preparing sure. them for the concurrently running main tournament. And next year, it might be a completely different format, completely different mode. And anyone who played in the Challenge Cup this year might have some experience with inverted keys. But that might not help them next year. Because that might not be a mode that's around in the main tournament anymore, you know? Yeah, that's so, fair. So, it just, yeah, you know, it's it just kind of feels weird. That's the best way I can put it. As, as you said, Tim, mm -hmm. we're all kind of circling the same idea. Right. And uh, it's hard to put into words, but yeah, it, it just leaves a little bit of a weird aftertaste in my mouth, I, mean, I guess. Just live in the moment. We don't need the memories, right? Like, <laughs> we don't need, hey, we don't need the memories. Okay. We don't need them. All right. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to ask a question, though. If what, Herf, what do you think could potentially be a solve for that if they said, okay, yeah, 
we need to, you know, water it down, basically. To, mm-hmm. That's what we used to do in the music world. If a part was too hard, we'd water it down at the end of the season so that it's playable and achievable. How, how do you water these down? Do you just, like, take the inverted out or do you replace it with something? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, either will work, I think. I think either take it out completely, which might be a little too extreme because some people might want to play inverted, but maybe... I don't know. I mean, inverted alone without keys is even worse. So that wouldn't be a solution. (laughs) That's why people were fighting to have keys added to it in the main tournament so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the only solution for the inverted mode would probably be to either tell people to deal with it as they're doing it now or to take it out completely. As far as the open hard mode goes that Dante was talking about, I completely agree with that. I think it should have maybe just just been a normal open mode without all the hard stuff added to it. All right. So what if inverted keys in challenge cup, you start with six hearts, blue mail. Ooh. All right. I like that. Now we're talking. I like that. Okay. Uh, Yeah. That's or like males, like in a, consistent spot or something no, like that. No, no, not a consistent anytime. spot because that ruins a check. Like you just start with it. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I, I that's that's a I, that just came to me. I don't, I, that's a weird compromise. I, that may have some weird implications that I don't want to <laughs> deal with because yeah, I, I think obviously not super thought, thought out through in every yeah, detail. Cuz I think Yeah, I like like in general I, think I very some, much like that suggestion. I think uh-huh. there's some logical implications on certain checks that indicate like early on like depending on how early of a sphere they can be in depends heavily on your not heavily but partially on your health situation so starting with six hearts may make logic a little wonky uh that's that's the thing that comes to mind it may not even be a problem but it's something Mm -hmm. that popped up like now that i said like since those words came out that that i thought of so um, yeah i don't know it's just something need to be solved for yeah, no, I, I like the suggestion, though. And, you know, I'm sure the devs would probably or like the tournament admins would probably say, guys, what do you want? Like, we're giving you flute like we already made it easier. <laughs> um, but, and then it's like, OK, well, we need more stuff. <laughs> it's like, where does it stop with like the messing with it? You know, at a certain point, it feels like we've we mess with it so much. Maybe we should just get get rid of it kind of and thing. I, yeah. Know? And I guess with the mass of people that are playing in the Challenge Cup, it's hard to really find like a good baseline because. There's people like you and me, Tim, who are like, all right, I'd like to play Open 7-7 and nothing else. Thanks. Yep. And then there's people like Dante who are like, oh, my God, if I have to play another Open 7-7 seed, I'm going to throw my controller out the window. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can I, I, I can recall speaking with both Lumaga and another one of my group members, Josh C. Bittner, all three of us. Well, went on record as saying we have never played inverted keys and this will be our first time is in this tournament or like I need to play one real quick before my first official match comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes me like, I yeah, I totally agree. Like, I don't think it's fair to close that off. If people want to play with that and they're both into it, I think that's great. But I, maybe if there was like a veto where if, you know, Lumago was like, yo, I don't want to play this inverted. And I'm like, dude, me either. If we could just like throw that out and get another one. That could be maybe kind of good. Yeah, know? I like that too. Maybe, you know, maybe make that the only difference. The Challenge Cup adds a veto system where if both parties agree, they can veto uh, or everyone gets one veto, you know. Uh, reminds yeah. me, once again, I'm back to the GSL. Apparently, I always come back to the GSL, be it tournament <laughs> formats or anything else. But yeah, they have, you know, you have like uh, best of five 
and each player gets to veto two maps that they definitely don't want to play on because they might be bad for their race or they might be not super practiced on it or whatever. So something along those lines, you know, maybe everyone gets one veto and you say, hey, I don't want to play inverted. And then your opponent says, all right, but I don't want to play open 7-7. Seven, seven. So you'll get something that's kind of in between, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It would something be, like that, it, it, be that would actually kind of be a good idea. It, it adds a little a layer of like a element layer, but I uh, just, just like thinking how this randomization formula is like working with the bot. Um, it could honestly just be like, Hey, we don't really have time to reprogram the bot for this. Sure. This is what mm-hmm. you get. And that's probably, you know, not uh, that's probably it. So that's, that's what my thought is. Yeah. And yeah, that's yep. why I preface this all of this by saying I don't mean to, you know, dunk on the challenge cup because I think it's an awesome opportunity and it's an awesome thing that they let people yeah. experience a tournament even if they don't make it through the main tournament qualifiers. But yeah, yeah that, that that was just something that I thought was worth, you know, exploring a little bit. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. That was good to touch on. Um Cool. Okay. Well, let's let's move on. This uh, I remember last time we made this episode, we started to talk about main tournament, and then we instantly pivoted to kind of a, a second topic that honestly kind of deserves its own space to breathe and, and talk about. So this is a little improvement over the original episode ninety eight. Let's now pivot to talking about something that was revealed during the uh, group's announcement uh, seed run by Airy. Um, Dante, do you want to tell us about this this uh, announcement that was made yeah. and then the subsequent announcement in Discord that explains even more? So uh, we are getting two ALTTPR tournaments of Speed Gaming Live. Uh, there's going to be an online variant. Uh, and uh, maybe I shouldn't use the word variant. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, there's going to be an online version, uh, and then uh, we will have, hopefully, if everything stays nice, uh, an in-person version uh, at the end of October. I believe it is 26th through 30th. Um, and uh, in person in Herndon, I think I'm saying that correctly, Virginia. So yeah. mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I... Uh, I, I've, I've got a room booked already. I got a lot of work ahead of me to make that happen. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, YouTube goobers and some some other cool people there. That's right. Yep. As uh, as Dunko would put it, the lighter cargo plane is already ready for the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Operation draft drop. Yep. I'm going nice. to parachute in. Yeah. So I, yep, I will definitely be there. Herf is confirmed there. Dante, as he said, will be there. Um, and I'll even tease, uh, there might just be some kind of GMP event happening. Maybe no promises, but there might be something happening that involves you. If you want to be there, it, listeners it participating might be, in some way, it, uh, it might be GMP after dark. It might just be GMP family friendly. It's our episode uh, live or something or who knows. But yeah, we haven't really well, talked about it. <laughs> one no, thing we I haven't. can say is that I'm very hopeful that it's not going to be GMP sits in a little weird corner after everything <laughs> is taken down. <laughs> I want a picture over there for sure. Just for. Oh, wait. Sorry. We don't need the memories. I forgot. No, oh, memories. right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, that reminds uh, so me it, of literally in yeah. 2019. I literally took one photo. Uh, <laughs> I took a video of 
the end of the tournament as it ha- unfolded and like from the audience. And I took one photo with Herfy Derfy. Uh, so that was the only memory I needed. <laughs> nice. That's a good yeah. one. That is a good one. That's worth uh, that's worth capturing. Um, so, yeah, we initially like there was the announcement in the stream and all we could really say is like it's happening. Um, but this last Tuesday, uh, there was much more information revealed. You can now buy tickets. Uh, dates are all up there. Um, you know, it's I think like early to mid October for the online and late October for the in person. I don't know. I don't, I don't have the dates up in front of me, but we'll put a link in the description uh, and definitely look into that. And uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say I strongly encourage you to attend if it sounds like something that you would be interested in, because it is a very fun time and it's going to be really awesome to see everybody again after, you know, three years of hunkering down mm-hmm. for sure. So sweet. I'm definitely looking forward. Uh, if you want the dates, I have them in front of me. Uh, to, yeah, so might as well. I can mention them. All right. The online event happens September 24th to o- October 2nd, with uh, the earlier stages happening during August and September. So that is for the online uh, tournament portion that Dancy mentioned earlier. And uh, Yeah, uh, early October, just like I said. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. And uh, the on-site event happens from October 27th to the 30th, so... Uh, if you plan on playing, or even if you just plan on attending, I would strongly advise you to show up on the 26th, which is a Wednesday, just so you're there when everything starts and you don't just, you know, come in when everything's already on the, on its way, so to speak. I'm, I, I was going to ask you guys about this. I'm having a tough time. I don't know if I can get away for four nights, four full nights. And I was trying to think, like, if I were to either you know, arrive a little bit later or leave a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard though, right? Because I mean, like it start like games start Thursday morning and then the final is Sunday night, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to be there solidly throughout all yeah. four of those days. If you're, yeah. um, if you're going to watch and like hang out, I'd say arrive late. If you're going to compete, then unfortunately you have to arrive on time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let pick and choose. Uh, I guess is the, mm-hmm. the way. yeah. M- my experience competing last year was not that great <laughs> because I lost <laughs> all of my races, but I had a very fun time watching and hanging out. So I don't know. That's a personal problem I need to think about a little bit more. But you did pretty well in Mario Maker though, though didn't you? That's right. Yeah. Well, I got I tied for third place and got oh. like three hundred dollars. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, I don't. I mean, I definitely couldn't do it again. I haven't played Mario Maker in years, and I don't think there's any other games where I could like even like be competitive. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's something I need to think about. But regardless, I will absolutely be there. You know, Friday and Saturday all day <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. So, um, I hope to see you there. Uh, okay, moving on. We had just a quick mention to say the AD Keys tournament has concluded. It's been a few weeks at this point, but a huge GG and congrats to Gamachu for uh, winning that tournament. Humbug was in second, uh, Vortex in third, and then 2C was in fourth uh, for that that bronze uh, series there. Um, so huge congratulations to uh, Gamma for winning that tournament. Heck yeah. And uh, yeah, not mm-hmm. much else to say there, but. Well done. Well done. Um, Dancy, why don't you tell us about this next one? I am pretty sure I'm going to get this episode posted well before this happens. So I think it's worth <laughs> worth a mention. All right. So uh, SG is 
right now it's live as as I speak, uh, recording, and hopefully as you listen. But uh, this weekend they are doing a marathon benefiting the charity No Kid Hungry, uh, and um, they are having they had a few Zelda runs. I was gonna plug that there were three Zelda runs. Uh, none of them unfortunately are linked to the past. Uh, they do have Link, Link's Awakening DX, Link's Awakening the remake, and Breath of the Wild. Uh, I, you know, and earlier today I saw a Zelda one randomizer, so that was, uh, you know, something else too. Um, oh, nice. I will say that I will be playing Step Maniacs again in like a showcase format, uh, Sunday at seven fifteen or so Eastern time. And, uh, we'll have Marforia who is a friend of mine and resident evil speedrunner, as well as clear mouse on comms. If everything goes smoothly and, Hopefully it'll be a good time. There was a new song drop for the, the, the game literally Thursday, and I'm trying to work two of those into the set, uh, like, on the fly. So it should be a whole lot oh, of wow. fun. How much from Captain the Jack do you have in your set? Uh, I have no Captain Jack in my set, sadly. Uh, that, right, like, that means I don't have to stay up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to stay up anyway. There's literally, I think, one Captain Jack song they've added back in or added in from DDR uh, into Step Maniacs. But um, yeah, I'm hoping it'll be fun. I'm I'm really like trying to hype myself up to have a lot of high energy. So I'm, you know, uh, when I'm script, when I'm on stream playing dance games, it's it's fun. Uh, when I'm a little scripted and like worried about saying not saying something offensive you know, and stuff because it's, you know, a, a charity organization and all I, uh, you know, I, I am a little more reserved just so I don't accidentally say something bad. Like, like I said on my, I, my stream the other night, which was a really good <laughs> clip. I thought, yeah, uh, I was going to say, I have one tip for you, Dante, just, you know, don't talk about exposing yourself again, please. <laughs> I yeah. guess I got to go watch this clip. I was I so context. I have to give the context. So okay. I was, <laughs> I was doing really well on a song that I thought was, you know, uh, kind of a harder one in that new, uh-huh. the new song pack. And I was like, you know, I said, I, I was trying to basically say, I'm not really sure if I'm playing really well uh, or better than I'm expecting. And like having, you know, uh, a flare up of uh, uh, imposter syndrome or something, or uh-huh. uh, if like the song's a little easier than it appears. So when I said that, I said, okay, guys, I'm going to expose myself. And then I was like, oh, God, like, wait a minute. <laughs> so that was uh, that was the, the context. Of course, no one listened to anything after that. It was all about exposing myself and when the OnlyFans was going to start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to oh, ask a guy if he's offering to expose himself on the stream. You got to ask him about his OnlyFans. I mean, you gave him a, a perfectly fair warning. You you stated it, you know, very plainly. You gave people a chance to close out their window if they wanted to. I don't I don't see what the problem is here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, oh man. That's hopefully, funny. hopefully, this marathon is going to be really good. And uh, if you <laughs> if you listen to this late, uh, there, go check it out. Uh, hopefully, it was a good time. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put the link in the description so you can check out the schedule. Uh, but that is uh, the No Kid Hungry Charity Marathon. Check it out. All right, GMP community updates. So, Dante, do you you want to talk about this still? I think we should. Uh, you, you had kind of a, <laughs> a fun event, uh, impromptu event. sort of event. Speaking of your stream. Oh, God. Uh, so I just TLDR. I streamed my grill smoking a brisket literally chill music and a grill and 
it started as just that all day and then we evolved it with like putting the chat overlay on and uh, a timer for spritzing the meat and one bit text to speech the messages Hmm. uh, as well as like uh, tapping into my thermometer to have an on-screen display to show uh, the <laughs> the temperature <laughs> of everything uh, that was cooking, and I, for some reason, a ton of ALTTPR folks came and hang out, like hung out, and uh, I I don't know why it was that was so <laughs> fun to watch, but I had a good time doing it. Kind of like I, I put on Twitter, I had the vibes of like uh, you know having a bunch of people hanging out at, at the house around the grill, just chilling. Uh, yeah, that was that was kind of the the vibe of it, but it was it was fun. I, I'm I'll probably do something like that again. Obviously, I can't afford to eat brisket every weekend, but um, yeah, well, it was it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of the grill and chill, and uh, it it really does make sense. It, it I said this last time too, but it makes me think of like uh, 2020 vibes. Where it's like uh, we're just so desperate for something that feels normal, but we're stuck <laughs> at our computers. But it just happened to happen in 2022 when you know things aren't the same as they were back then. But it has that feeling. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I I happened upon this stream because I saw on Discord. You know, it, you usually see when someone is streaming because their little availability bubble is like purple, purple, and it says yeah. their stream title next to it. So I saw that he was streaming, and I clicked on his name. And it said, smoking a brisket live on stream. And I'm like, is he for real? So I click the watch stream button and I see a huge picture of like a smoker and three different colored bubbles at the top that all say like current temperature, target temperature, time until spritzing again. And it's like a count on timer. And I'm like, what in the world am I looking at here? So, yeah, I mean. Y'all know Dante does it right. I mean, yeah, he uh, regularly shares, uh, you know, meat picks in our, uh, you know, Discord admin channels, um, you know, what he happens to be smoking this week and, and how it turns out in his process. And Amerith also uh, does a lot of that stuff, too. So we we know how serious Dante takes this. So if he's going to and, and he takes streaming seriously, too, you know, so when you combine the grilling and the streaming, you're, you're in for a, a pretty, pretty uh, professional endeavor. The next stream I want to see from Dante (laughs) is him smoking a brisket, but the smoker is powered by him playing dance games. Mm. (laughs) That would be a good combination. Oh, man. Yeah, like... uh, the the amount of consecutive steps is like the Fahrenheit temperature. I gotta... (laughs) We're we're getting too cool. I gotta step harder. (laughs) Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Gotta dance faster. The meat's cooling off. Or it would be like uh, you need to purposely fail so that you don't burn everything. <laughs> I guess that's true too. That'd be an interesting strat. <laughs> um, so yeah, just uh, let let us know when you get that uh, drawn up, and right. uh, be happy to you know watch watch you and, and I'll work on the hardware. All right, cool. very good. Um, uh, bi-weekly seed. So we did offer that inverted keys up. I uh, kind of wish I would have checked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, what What can you do? Uh, we had a lot of people play this one, too. I mean, obviously, you know, to prepare for um, the, you know, uh, it potentially coming up in main and or challenge cup. Um, I think there was like somewhere in the 20s. 
of people. Yeah, 30 people played played that one. Um, I went ahead and uploaded the new biweekly seed uh, when the episode would have released. Figured we should at least keep that regular. So it's already out there. It is one of those uh, Mick bosses, Mick, tournament Mick boss um, that Dante described earlier when we were talking about modes. Um, so, yeah. Enjoy. Also something you can get as a secret menu item at McDonald's. That's right, the Mick boss. Um, what would be on a Mick boss? It'd probably be something like a crazy double Big Mac or something with some extra special sauce added or whatever. Yeah, it feels to me like one of those menu hacks. Like you would, it's not on the menu, but you say it and like wink, and then the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. And then he goes and makes a Mick boss, and there's like. Uh, yeah, probably just like more of some of the ingredients, like double secret sauce. There's like four of those like middle breads in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a McBoss is probably just, you know, two burger buns and then every ingredient you can find at McDonald's put in there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, yeah, it's bottom bun. Uh, a layer of secret sauce, uh, middle bun, secret sauce, middle bun, secret sauce. <laughs> I, will be, I could get behind that as well. I'm not sure wow. how bossy that will be, but man. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's hard to beat the McGangbang, so. And that is very true, yes. <laughs> That's just like two of everything, right? Something it's, like that. It's, a it's like McDouble. a dirty version of the Noah's Ark. Well, it's the McDouble and the McChicken, and you literally just take the the double burger apart at the two burgers, and you insert the entire McChicken in there and mm-hmm. close it wow. back up, and it's yep. pretty tasty. It's good. They sh- that sounds. They should call that the Mick Abomination. I mean, it's not good for your heart, but it's good for no. your taste buds. <laughs> no, not at all. Good for your soul. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's why we've seen. This is where we would talk about the feature, uh, but that's illegal. We're not allowed to tell you about Light World Checks. So the first time we did an episode on Light World Checks and we cut some of them um, for time and we were going to do a second one. And the first time we tried to do Light World Checks Part 2, I switched it up at the last minute and it was all a ruse so we could play Randoperty. Mm-hmm. The second time, I think we were going to do it, and it was like literally right before the recording, we all were just like, we don't want to do this. And we did like a random questions or something else that was more um, free form than like, you know, really specific talking about tricks. And then this time we freaking did it. We sat down and talked about it. I think it was a good episode. I actually felt pretty good about it when we were done. And uh, it's gone. It's gone forever. So, Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had good energy going. It's a, it's a bit of a bummer, but as you've said multiple times already, we don't need the memories. We don't need those memories. Um, that audio but, might come come available at some point. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It I don't know. I'm going to hang on to it. I, yeah, you just never know. I will say we talked about King Zora and Zora Ledge, Race Game, King's Tomb, Graveyard Ledge, and Bombos Tablet. So if you want to chat about those in the podcast channel or in the learning channel, I mean, feel free. Absolutely. I'd, I'd be happy to talk about them. We can maybe drop some of the points that we made in the last episode if we remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I'm willing to say about Light World Checks Part 2, because again, I don't want this episode to get like swallowed by the ether or anything. So with that, we're just going to wrap it up. Uh, it feels a little weird to do, but um, I... Uh, think that you should send us an email to email at go if you want to reach out to us. Um, we had, uh, 
Gaddick Teague reached back out to us uh, uh, with another email just to kind of say, you know, thanks for reading the last email and also mentioned he's gotten a lot more into streaming a link to the past randomizer. And we noted that, you know, in his first email, he had said like, oh, I, I couldn't really stream. I don't have the right equipment. Yeah. And then just a month or two later, he's emailing us and saying he's streaming several times a week and has like a little community together of like, you know, 10 to 15 people that watch him. So um, just to say, you know, Gaddick, thanks for the update. And I think that's super cool. I'm really happy to hear that you're playing more and streaming more. And uh, maybe you could take a look at um, you know, jumping into that upcoming mentor tournament when it's announced. I think that could be good. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. I, you can watch me play at twitch.tv slash temp underscore. And for a recommendation this week, hmm, what should I recommend? I don't want to go first. Is that okay? Can someone else sure. go and then come back to me? Okay. Sure. I'll go first if you want me to. Yeah. So sure. in, uh, the original episode uh, 98 that we recorded, I was talking about a game called turbo overkill that just recently came out, which is a, as they call it, a boomer shooter. <laughs> uh, still highly recommended, but in the meantime, uh, a game called Haiku, like the Haiku, you know, like the little Japanese poem things, mm-hmm. Haiku the Robot, a uh, new Metroidvania that just came out two or three days ago. It's on Steam. Uh, it's pretty fun so far. Uh, yeah, if you like Metroidvanias, I encourage you to go check it out. Nice. Very good. Um, I'm still thinking Dante. Yeah, I'll, I'll just reuse my same one. I actually just pulled my audio up to really fast to listen to what I <laughs> said last time. Uh, <laughs> wow. and then I, I was reminded. So, uh, so I, I mentioned a few episodes ago, episodes ago that, uh, I had been playing, uh, rocket league sideswipe a little bit in my downtime on a mobile device, uh, which has been pretty fun, but kind of frustrating because touchscreen controls, but I did learn semi-recently that you can bl- connect like a DualShock 4 like Bluetooth to an iPad or an iPhone and mm-hmm. use it in certain games. So uh, that is one of the games you can use it for. And when you switch from touchscreen to controller for that, it's actually a game changer. Uh, it's really funny to kind of dunk on people who are still using the touchscreen. <laughs> but then like it's almost like the game knows and then you instantly start winning and you get bumped up and then suddenly the game's mm. hard again, obviously. <laughs> Um, you get to that elite smash and not really elite, but like you get out of like the, the, the casual tier we'll say. Um, mm. but it's still fun. I think it's, it's more enjoyable overall with the controller. So I'm kind of glad I found that, I, but that's, that's my, uh, my shout out or whatever for, uh, for the day. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit of a curveball, and I'm going to shout out a Netflix show called is it cake? Um, have y'all heard of this show? Yes, actually. Is this the Japanese show? It is not Japanese, although it feels like it could absolutely be a Japanese show. It's 100% originated in Japan because that's where I know it from. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not realize there was a Japanese version. This very much makes me want to go seek that out. Um, But it's hosted by Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live, and it's people who make cakes that are ultra realistic and look like things. Mm-hmm. And there's parts of the game where they have to look at five items and guess which of them is cake. And then there's parts where they make an item and then they have to blend it in with others. And then guest judges come in and try to guess which one is their cake and which one is the item. Um, and it's really good. Just like mindless TV. Like I'll put it on with my wife and we'll kind of like half play on our phones and half watch. Um, but it was, it was decent. I would recommend it. It was fun. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of yeah. good things about mm-hmm. that, 
that act, that show uh, from several people it's, in the community, apparently. Yeah, it's not going to win any Emmys or anything, but it's, I mean, it definitely yeah. is good for a few chuckles, a few laughs here and there. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, oh, there's one more thing we absolutely must talk about. We got our first one star review oh. on <laughs> iTunes. It <laughs> yeah, finally was, happened. Yeah, there was no comment. I just checked one day and I saw we had 58 reviews and I was like, oh, we got a new one. And the new average was 4.9. Uh, and I scrolled down and sure enough, we had one one star review, no comment or anything. So we don't know what they said. Um, and then I went to check the next day and it was gone. <laughs> it was still <laughs> it's still at 58. But now we have we're back to our you know five star average. So uh, I want to say thank you so, so much to that person. If you're listening, who maybe accidentally clicked one star or got mad at us in the moment and came back and changed it later on. I don't know what the story is, but uh, it was very nice to see that, you know, the, the one star went away. Although to be perfectly honest, I, it was another one of those things where I saw it. This was before the episode. We lost the episode, by the way. Um, but I looked at it and was just like, huh, dang. All right. You know, like I, I thought I would be more upset than I was. And it was just like, yeah, well, you know, it happens. We went like three and a half years without one. So Someone was whatever. finally honest is what would the problem was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know there are certainly people who don't like this show. It's finally somebody has just like clicked the official button to say that. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. So it's it. But it didn't happen. So it's all good. Uh, that being said, um, <clears throat> I did put out a challenge in the last episode to say that I think it would be really, really cool, but probably impossible to get to 64 reviews by episode 100, which is in about three weeks. If we do that, so Tim's going to yell Nintendo 64 like the kid in the <laughs> YouTube video meme. <laughs> That's right. I will. I absolutely will. Um, I'll, I'll, my voice will crack. I'll cry a little bit. I'll freak out. Uh, and if that sounds like something you'd like to see, then just give us give us five star review. Or I guess any any number. Give of stars us an honest. How about just give us an honest yeah. review? Like, <laughs> there you go. I mean, sure. honesty is the best policy here. I, hey, I'm just being honest by saying I wish that it would be five stars. So that's I'm, I'm encouraging honesty all around. All right. Perfect. Yeah, fair that's enough. To yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, again, apologies for the late episode, but hopefully this sort of makes up for it a little bit. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening and we will be back again at the normal time with episode 99. Until then, I've been Tim and this has been Dante and Herfie Derfy and we're going to go ahead and mirror out.